Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello. Hello, hello. We are actually in the shop together, facing each other today. Once again, it's been quite a while. Mm-hmm. Good to see you, Devin. Me too, brother. Um, today, we will both be doing quotes, but we're going to let Devin start it off. Devin, what do you got for us today? The more time you spend contemplating what you should have done, you lose valuable time planning what you can and will do. Dustin, what do you have for us? <laughs> I have. <clears throat> Success is no accident. It is hard work, perseverance, learning, studying, sacrifice, and most of all, love of what you are doing or learning to do. Two quotes. Wow, I have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what does that even mean? I know, I, I didn't really listen to yours. I did, but <laughs> I was just making sure it wasn't the same as mine, because it have been great. <laughs> well, mine yeah. was more time you, you think about things that you should have done. You're, right. You're wasting time, not just moving forward, thinking about new things. Right, right. How you can fix it. Yeah. Um, and that the quote, the quote's kind of standard. It's nothing special, but it's from Little Wayne. Little Wayne, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Little Wayne. Little Wayne said it. <laughs> Whoever this little <laughs> little guy, short guy is, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, mine is uh, <clears throat> about hard work. You know, success is no accident. It's hard work, perseverance, learning, studying, sacrifice. Most of all, love of what you're doing or learning to do. Mm. That worked really well. So yeah, I think um, <clears throat> you know, just uh, being ready to work for what you want and not sitting around waiting for something to happen. You yeah. Know? But you can't, I mean, you can stumble into it. Yeah, <laughs> you can. Yes. You can. Uh, um, I think that, um, what do they say? Uh, luck or no, what's, um, success is just hard work and luck or something like that. Or a lot of hard work and a little it's, bit of luck or something like that. It's or, when opportunity meets hard work, something oh, like that. Right. Like, or good, yeah, good luck, luck is success. Or su- success is when hard opportunity meets luck. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. This is like a weird. I feel like I've heard formula. this quote. Yeah, I need I, luck and time <laughs> and success and Lil Wayne somewhere. A in squared there. plus B squared equals. Hold the C's luck and Lil Wayne. Delete Lil Wayne. Make him little. Little. <laughs> it's a pretty standard um, quotes there. We both kind of, I, I didn't have one this week, so I was like, yeah, why don't we both get one Yeah, and, and try to do that. But And and I was thinking, so <clears throat> we've been, uh, this is today is Wednesday, today is Thursday, and uh, Devin and I have been together two days in a row now working on two videos. We've got two separate videos done, one each day. Um, I'll be going on vacation up to Vermont uh, on Saturday, and I'll be gone till the following Saturday. So we figured let's try to get some stuff done this week. And we had a couple days kind of to work around each to work around our schedules, and it just worked out. We had one short one that we wanted to get done, and then uh, yesterday was a little bit shorter day, maybe four or five hours, something like that. But we yeah. were able to get done, and then today we you came over around eleven, and we finished up at about eight thirty. Yeah, we've and, never uh, <laughs> we've never done yeah 
a two, full two like, videos oh. in two days. Right, exactly. So uh-huh. we got all that filmed. And so when you were when you were asking me to grab a quote, I was thinking of something to do with hard work, you know. But I didn't want to find just like something really short, uh, you know. I wanted to find because there's tons of little short ones, but that one was kind of nice because it was a little bit longer. And I like that it emphasized uh, love of what you're doing. <laughs> you know, success is no accident. It's all these things plus love of what you're doing or learning to do. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, you talk about the channel is you know becoming more and more successful and a lot of that is because we love doing this we love hanging out and working in the shop and doing stuff and it's not it doesn't seem like you know a chore most of the time sometimes like okay yeah we got you know i think when we're on like that fifth or sixth day of shooting sometimes that feels like a chore (laughs) we're like oh we need another day it feels like a chore when i i have it set in my head that we're gonna finish today right it's, it's like day six yeah and we don't. Like, right, exactly. It's <sighs> another know. day. Let me yeah. start planning. I, I don't think we're getting it all done. <laughs> what if we just finish in like half an hour? Stop it here. Right. I can go home, have dinner with my wife real right. quick. Uh, <laughs> if we stop now, I can go home. Yeah, right. My wife will still be awake. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I like this quote also because it's from Pele, famous oh, soccer yeah. player. Yeah. And a uh, little story. When we were growing up, we had a real good friend named Charles. Um, and uh, we still have a good friend named Charles. He's, <laughs> he's, he's still I sail with Charles. He and I and our my brother Drew we own a boat together, and we all we race every week. But um, <clears throat> he uh, it, it was probably him, I guess, who introduced us to Pele at some point somehow. I forget, but uh, Pele is one of the best soccer players ever. And so anytime someone would make a mistake, some type of physical mistake, you like trip up the steps or you kick a ball and it doesn't go where you want it, or you try to like take a shot at a hoop and you miss it, or you hit a ball weird. Or, hit your, uh, or you hit your mic <laughs> when you're recording. We'd always say, like, nice shot Pele or yeah. nice kick Pele. Right. You know, so, like, <laughs> yeah, it just became Pele. the de facto, yeah. like, thing. If you had a bad throw, it didn't even make sense. A sarcastic. Like, yeah, nice yeah, throw right. Pele. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then when uh, our, our oldest brother, Derek, he and Charles became best friends in high school when they um, – after high school, they decided to hike the Appalachian Trail. So – they started out up at uh, Mount Katahdin up in the north end and then worked their way down from there. Now, um, they on if you're not familiar with the Appalachian Trail, and I think a lot of trail hiking, you have trail name. Uh, you'll get a trail name, so you, you don't use your normal name. Um, you usually acquire a trail name. So it could be whatever, some type of nickname or something that you've either given yourself, but normally it's something that somebody else gives you. So uh, Charles is... Nickname was Pele. His trail name was his trail name Pele. Yep. I just remember Derek's was Von Blazen. Von Blazen. Pele and Von Blazen. And yeah, because <laughs> Charles, uh, uh, he's a kind of a shorter guy, but he's really, um, you know, muscular and and uh, really fit and lean and you know very active. You know, always been into sports and stuff. So he's got that build, like a good soccer player build. But Pele. yeah, and then they only lasted about what a month. Yeah, Charles broke his yeah or, broke his ankle, sprained something. Yeah, they're in the middle of the hundred mile wilderness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right in the middle. And they had to find like a a uh, what was it like a, um, a fire trail or something down off the mountain. They found it and hiked down and hiked down to like ten miles on his broken ankle. <laughs> yeah, how was that? And Derek ended up going on for about another week or so, but it had just lost it. It lost its interest for him. You know, the it's whole point the was to be able to hike it with his best friend. So. But you know, and he almost um, died by yeah. himself. I don't know if he told the story in the podcast. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's Maybe. hard because we always we hear these well, stories he, a lot. So, yeah, he, he was crossing a river and uh, went down. And his, his pack was kind of drowning, but pulling him down kind of backwards and then flipped over, I think. And he just couldn't. The river couldn't, like, get his feet and everything. Under, he couldn't get his feet. And the pack was holding him underwater. The pack was so heavy. And then, you know, he, he, yeah, the last minute, his, his foot did hit a rock and he kind of popped up. Yeah. But he had that thought of, like, that I'm out here all by myself. Mm-hmm. That definitely yeah. scared him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame him. You know, that's obviously, you know, you're, the idea is that you're going out there and hanging, hiking with your best friend. But really, it's, you know, to, to experience the Appalachian Trail. And they were right out of college. And my, our mom was like, you should keep going because when are you going to have this opportunity in life? You that's know, true. But it really, I mean, I I don't blame him. I don't know what I would have done, but I don't blame him for, for yeah. deciding to be like, nah. He needed you know. to find someone like right away. Yeah. Maybe who could have kept him company and no one, right. no one was there. And so they had a couple other like, friends and stuff, but I think really, you know, that's the whole point. It's like you're doing this adventure with your mm. best friend. You know, that's the point. You know, you could do it anywhere. It wasn't. It didn't have to be the Appalachian Trail. It could have been, you know, backpacking around wherever. It could have been, you know, a road trip or who knows, you know, just a vacation. But they decided that's what they wanted to do together. Yeah. Yeah. They did work hard for it, though. <laughs> Yeah. Like our quotes today. <laughs> <laughs> Work hard, prepare. Yeah. yeah, so we've been working over the last two days on two different videos, uh, getting ready because we finished up the Gyoto Challenge video and got that out. And so I think we last last week we were just trying to sit here thinking what we did last week. And I think we both just didn't do anything because we had worked really quickly on that video before <laughs> that. Right. <laughs> and, you know, for several days straight you know, long hours and then, uh, and then Devin, same thing, like long hours to get edited and all done. So I think it was just enough time to just take a break. <laughs> like, uh, and then, right. and we, we were planning. So we had, I guess last, I, I, there was something, I think it was just a homestand or something. So we didn't have a lot of time anyway together. Yeah. Um, you know, because the, the Gyoto knife challenge video came out on, uh, the Friday and then, you know, Sunday we were doing stuff and announcing the winner. And then, you know, then we had the podcast and we recorded on like, yeah. Thursday. And my, my wife worked a lot because I worked the week before. We try to go back right. and forth with our schedules. She's yeah. at the hospital. I'm at the O's. Yeah. So it was me and Maeve a lot just hanging out. We did. Mm-hmm. We did go up see uh, my, my buddy Guy. Put a couple speakers in the truck. Cause oh, yeah. Nice. I have the 2012 F-150 and he has the 2013. Okay. So everything's still the same. Yeah. And we uh, put in, because the, the Ford factory speakers they give you, if you want a direct replacement, they're $8 speakers. <laughs> so that's how much Ford sells them to you for. The, the dealership. So their, you know, like, their yeah. price, what they spend on it, is probably like $3 speakers. <laughs> so they're terrible. And yeah. uh, we wanted to replace them. And uh, so that's what we did. And we got through three doors, did one. And of course, that's when all the issues happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stuff we couldn't get it back. Things weren't like you know. You have to. There's four screws, and the whole door comes off. You kind of lift it up and off. It's nice that that happens, and then you got all these connectors for all the electronics. Right. They didn't want to come off, and then we actually there's there's plastic pieces that the screws go into on the other side of the metal door. Right. Yep. That one fell back. Oh, yeah. One of them fell back into the door, into the depths of where you cannot get it. <laughs> and we so didn't know what it was. Like, like screw we, when we unscrewed nothing. it, we heard it. You're like, clunk, clunk, clunk. We're like, oh, what was oh, that? Oh, man. And then I was screwing it back in, and I was like, oh, 
was like, no, nothing yeah, to I was go going into. to go and going to go. Yeah. And I was like, yes. And I pulled the screw out and looked in. I was like, there's nothing here. <laughs> so we left it. <laughs> we were thinking, like, should we put something behind it, blah, blah, blah. But then we kind of pulled on the door. And I'm like, it, it feels the same. Right. Was that yours or guys? Guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's cool. I think it's good. <laughs> You're fine. Right? Yeah. Fine. You should have just, uh, well, I don't know. There's a couple things we can do, and he can go right. back in and do it if he wants. Yeah. But it's, with the three screws where they are, it's pretty secure. Right. Yeah, I was just thinking you could just, you know, take a small chunk of wood and drill a hole out and then super glue that on the back side. That's you know, what we were, but it was also, you couldn't get to the back side. Uh, so you'd have to somehow get it through and then pull it. So maybe you could. Yeah, oh, I don't like know one, how of those, you one of those toggle things, like in a wall or whatever. Those right, toggle where you screws. can go through and pull that thing yeah, out, flip it out, right. and then and then pull it. Right. I don't know. Or you could put some type of hard, dry putty stuff that you can screw right. into a filler that would do it. But yeah, yeah, I guess it was all right. Right. But it yeah. sounds much better. Nice. I'm happy. <clears throat> yeah, my um. My truck is doing really doing good. It's it's uh, smelling much better. <laughs> it's just like slowly got rid of the uh, the old, you know, sitting with a bunch of junk inside of it for a year. The musty smell, so it doesn't smell bad anymore, which is great. Um, nice and clean on the inside, which I did earlier, you know, right when I got it. But uh, it uh, it started leaking what I thought was oil. Didn't look exactly like oil, but it smelled like oil. You know, this is like kind of everything I get in the engine. Eventually, just smells like either <laughs> gasoline or oil. Right. And uh, and it wasn't leaking a ton, but you know, a little bit. And I was I could see it. It hadn't started leaking when I first got it for like a week or so, week and a half maybe. And then I started saw it leaking, so I was kind of looking at it, and um, uh, I noticed it was coming from the right front corner of the engine, um, close to the front and. What I could see, I knew there was like stuff there, but it didn't look like something that where oil should come from. Um, but I thought maybe there was just like a pinhole leak somewhere and it was maybe a spraying or whatever. But um, the other day I was driving to work and I noticed a little bit of a sound that sounded different, just kind of like a, like a little bit of a hum that wasn't supposed to be there. Now, this is a 20-year-old truck that sat for a year and I'm sure it's going to have all sorts of weird stuff. So whatever. Uh, so I get to work. And, uh, it, you know, whatever sound was not too bad. But then when I, when I left work, I went to drive out of the parking lot and I turned my wheel. And as soon as I started turning my wheel, I heard that, you know, it was like just that sound. And so it was definitely the power steering fluid. So, you know, I was like, oh, that's good. At least it's something, a self-contained system that, that can be fixed. It's not like a blown gasket or something, you know, something big in the engine, like a crack or whatever. So, So that was good. So got to get that worked on. Um, I have a check engine light on. I had that check that has, was it like uh, something in the exhaust? Or there's like some, 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 you know, error message for the exhaust. And then there's an error message that says uh, something like, your engine is reading too cold. So maybe it's like a thermostat thing or something. Okay. Like it's supposed to read heat, but it's not, you know, so uh. it's just reading as cold. So. I don't know. There were actually four error messages, and like two of them had to do with exhaust, <laughs> and two of them had to do with temperature. So, yeah. you know, it was some probably just like a, a dr- like dry rotted hoses or something that are letting exhaust right. out somewhere that's not supposed to be, and then maybe the thermostat's bad or whatever. So, the other than those and the leak, 
and a squeaky belt, or maybe it's an alternator. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's all like minor things. So because I'm going on vacation for a week, the uh, the guy I got it from, um, his father is a mechanic, and he's the one who told my dad about the truck. And so I'm actually gonna reach out to him. I meant to reach out, meant to reach out to him today, but we've been filming all day long. All day long. <laughs> and uh, so I'll reach out to him tomorrow. And if he can't do it or he doesn't have the stuff to be able to do, you know, I'll, I'll give him the information about what I need done. If he wants to do it, then great. I'll give it to him. And if not, then I'll just take it to our normal mechanic and drop it off since we'll be gone for a week. It's perfect. And it's summertime. I'm done. As of this Tuesday this week, because of my last day teaching for the summer, I'm on a summer break. Oh, yeah. That's great. So this is the worst episode of car talk ever. We got two brothers, <laughs> and it's some weird sound like. <laughs> did a lot more laughing, <laughs> a lot more car talk laughing. <laughs> That's car talk. I love that show. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, do you want to go into the two days of the two videos? Two videos in two days. So we had to plan one that was shorter. Yep. And one, we said, look, we can do all day Thursday, which is a recording now. Right. So we can get one whole thing done. Well, originally, I had said to you, I'll be, I'm available on Monday evening um, and Thursday and Friday. That's what I was like. Monday, Thursday, Friday. Because Monday, <clears throat> I didn't have anything going on in the evening um, after work. So be home by four thirty five o'clock. We can start filming then, which is normally what we do. And then uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I sail in the evenings. And then Thursday is today, which I had off completely. And then tomorrow is off completely as well. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we realized that our daughter, um, who plays softball, uh, was originally not going to have a game today. So we thought her last game was on Saturday last week. But then, or not today, but she ended up having a game on Monday. <clears throat> and because I was around, I was like, I want to go to her game, at least part of it. So go, right. to, go for an hour. It's at six o'clock. So I was like, maybe we can go for an hour. We can meet at seven or I can go for 45 minutes, you know, see her for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, I uh, I didn't know specifically. So then <laughs> it was like, well, now it's not um, now it's not that now like, we can't do Monday. And so he's like, all right, <clears throat> so we won't do Monday. And it's fine. So what about this? And he's like, well, I could do what you said. I said maybe Friday, depending Thursday, maybe Wednesday. There was a couple of situations and I wasn't sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So we just weren't exactly sure what to do. And so, yeah, it was just like, we'll see what we see what we could do. So then we ended up thinking, okay, well, we can do Wednesday. And then I was, well, then I realized, because I originally thought, well, I can't do Tuesday or Wednesday because it's. I'm sailing Tuesday, Wednesday night, but then I was like, oh, wait, I have yes. Wednesday day because my last day of school was Tuesday. <laughs> so I had Wednesday. I was like, oh, well, I can actually do Wednesday day. So yeah. you're like, well, I can do Wednesday day. Yeah. It works perfectly. So we had from, we knew we had from the morning till uh, until 3 30 or 4 o'clock or yeah. so. Yeah. I was going to go down a little early and help out on the boat, which I did. And Charles didn't show up until like 5 40. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, sorry, man, I was going to come down and help out. But, <laughs> well, whatever. We ended up, I, we ended up going a little long and I got down there. Five o'clock anyway, where I was aiming right. to get there at four. Yeah, so yeah, it was fine. I was there early and got all the lines set up and drank a couple beers by myself and hung out. And <laughs> <laughs> so could be worse. Yeah, but that was good. So yeah, so yesterday we did the. Uh, we knew we wanted to do a one day video, and so we try to. <clears throat> 
for our own sanity <laughs> that we try to mix in some short ones now and again. Yeah. And also to be able to fill the gaps. Cause when we do longer videos, then they take longer to edit. And then, you know, that could be like one video a month. We so need, we yeah, usually we... try to do some long ones, but then we try to mix in some short ones so that way we can do a video in like two weeks, you know, put one up, edit, edit, and then right. put another, like sometimes two weeks, sometimes three weeks. Um, so we had talked about a couple of different video video ideas, and then we kind of remembered and thought of that we have um, the drill doctor, which was sent to us from WorkSharp. So I'd reached out to, well, actually, originally I wanted I was just going to buy a drill doctor, uh, which is a drill bit sharpening system. Yeah, and so I went over to Brian House's video on housework about his because I knew he had done a video so I was going to go over and I was going to use his affiliate link to buy it yeah so I could give him the kickback right and then so I watched his video on it again and then I watched a video from Big Dog Forge and uh, realized that I could probably reach out to Drill Doctor or WorkSharp to see if they would send one over for us to do a review on right so we're always a little hesitant about that as like receiving things from you know companies because it costs them nothing really you know in, in the grand scheme of things to send us stuff and then if we do a video on it well that's a really cheap sponsored video right we, we don't want to owe them anything right but we also know yeah if then they're getting kind of a free sponsorship right yeah so it's it's kind of weird yeah. So, so my, my kind of angle was like, I like the product, you know, I struggle with dull drill bits all the time, which I feel like every video that we're trying to drill through a handle material, it's always like, I'll get through two holes. And then the third one's like, Wee! going crazy. And, <laughs> and like, <laughs> Devin's got to turn down the volume when he's editing and stuff. And yeah, it's way low. <laughs> and then, you know, it's smoking and I'm trying different drill bits and always some like bit, you know, thing in, in the video where I'm trying to like drill that, through one that's, hole. That's one thing I'll kind of skip past. Yeah. And over the issues with the drill bits. Yeah. Cause that's not like Dustin screwed up something or something slipped and he broke something. It's just whatever bits he, has at the time heart sharp or sharp or, yeah, or it's, right. it's the the process of the night is still you this is where you should be drawing the holes right yeah but for whatever reason certain bits doesn't <laughs> has just don't go through we're just like motherfucker <laughs> just like i'm just like growing going through my stash right, of drill so bits like, like ah, this one's dull this one's dull so this one's do a like one shot of it going, and then <laughs> and then we'll have it going through yeah like, right, all right. I'm not gonna show the ten times he pushed down, <laughs> as it's smoke and not going anywhere. And we spend and we like to flip it over and we do spend an the other hour and a half on trying to put holes in the stupid handle of the knife. <laughs> so, yeah. So I reached out to Drill Doctor. <laughs> so he needs a drill doctor. So I was gonna I was gonna buy one, and then I figured, oh, maybe maybe I you know after watching a couple of videos, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just reach out and you know see if they'll yeah. send one. And so I was like, you know, I I, I can use it. If it's a good quality, if it's a good thing, which I know it is, I've seen other people, I, you know, I like the product, I'd like to be able to use it and, and it'll be on the channel. Maybe we have some type of review ish video on it, you know, and, and they responded back right away. Like, we're happy, you know, absolutely. We're happy to send one over. You know, I asked, I actually asked for the middle model. There's three models. There's the, the 300, the 500, and then the 750 which is just arbitrary numbers, but I guess, but there, you know, yeah. there's like the three models of drill bit sharpeners. The middle one does pretty much everything that the 
the so the 500 does almost everything that the 750 does except for it has two angles that you can drill um, your drill bit tips at instead of the the higher model one does a whole range of angles so you can do anywhere between like 100 degrees and 150 degrees so it's a full range and it, it can make mm-hmm. a uh, it can get a thicker bit right and that's the other thing yeah the uh the 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 largest drill bit size that the 500 can do is a half inch and the largest that a, the five the 750 can do is three quarters so right that's pretty big i don't have any three quarters like my biggest one is a half inch so so it really came down to us needing a quick video yeah and that was the the one we could think of right yeah and that the one that dustin had not opened and you know one, yeah, was wanted still, to yeah. open <laughs> still in the box because yeah. we still the last project we had he had uh, shitty bits yeah right exactly trying to drill for, for the, the uh, for the gear tail <laughs> <laughs> so we're like yeah we better do a video on this thing yeah right so and how about the drill doctor and get up and and i wasn't i uh i hadn't opened it half of it was like maybe we'll do a video and we'll actually do an unboxing and the other half was just that i hadn't really gotten around to it because right. it i wasn't it wasn't in my mind that we would do an unboxing it wasn't in my you mind that we would, put, it. would put in like our original thought was that we'll do a video and in that video we'll be drilling at some point so we'll stop and use the drill doctor to sharpen the drill bits and it'll be a piece of that video right you know, so it's not like a sponsored video but but we figured why not because all the videos that I'd seen on the drill doctor, no one really went through the process of how you do it. It really? was more just like huh. it was. I mean, they showed like you put the drill bit into it, yeah. but he didn't really walk through exactly how to do it. Now, obviously, you have the book that tells you how to do it, right? So they're like, you don't have to. If you get it, you open the book, blah blah. blah. But I figured, you know, we would walk through it. So kind of went through all the parts, yeah. showed you how you put you it know, in, and I always like when people go through and do it. Like even for the speaker replacement on the truck, I watch multiple people go through, right. And some people didn't give me all the thing, and there's like big gaps, and you're like, "Wait, what happened?" Right. All of a sudden, the door's off, and then it, what? What was all that? How'd you get through there? <laughs> right, exactly. I like watching. If I'm going to do something, I watch ten videos on it. Yeah, and then do it, and I already have the map in my head. It's like taking a trip. I yeah. like. I like to see the. <laughs> I like to see the Google, the directions before I say just go. Right. Like, you know, my wife will just say go. I'm like. Are you sure where it's taking us? Where is yeah. it like? And all of a sudden, it wants you to go left, you know, down the highway, the opposite direction. Yeah, you're like, like, oh, we put in like blah, blah, blah in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, or not. Or <laughs> just you, you had like tolls off or something. It's right. going to be an hour longer. So I like to make sure and I like to visualize it first. Yeah. Same thing with projects on YouTube. I like to see someone do it, visualize it. Right. I've seen it come off. I saw how the person pulled on it. I saw this. I saw how they twisted their speed. Right. So I think that was nice for. You're a visual learner. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I agree. And I think with this video, I think it'll be fun too because we did a bu- we did a bunch of side by sides. So we'll do you'll you actually see like two videos at the same time, uh, like a a dull and sharp going side by side at the same time. So that right. that'll be kind of fun. And we we were thinking about it. What's the angle we want to go about it? Right, because it can't just be like a testing out we didn't just doctor. want to do a review right well, it, it is but it isn't but yeah. we wanted to do an interesting angle like a lot of people try it's something like that right and yeah. we know what making a guillotine knife blah 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 is and that's the angle we right. don't give you any yeah. trick angle like oh it's the greatest blah 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 ever like you can't believe what happened right yeah <laughs> but for this title. we need something to what's interesting about what we're doing mm-hmm. other than just the straight review because if you just go blah 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 review right and it's the drill doctor yeah, 
what do they sell, 5,000, 10,000 a year? Exactly. Yeah, right. It's not the new iPhone <clears throat> review where you're right. going to have hundreds of millions of people looking into it. Right, yeah. It's the drill doctor. You'll, I mean, you'll have like 300 really interested people and really appreciative <laughs> people. Yeah. Like, right. oh, so I was looking for this review, but you're right. not going to get a, a big kind of hit hit video. Right. And the other reason why I wasn't completely adverse to doing a video just about reviewing that tool is because it is exactly what we do in the shop. You know, like I need to do the drill doctor. So, you know, yeah, it's, it, right. it obviously works. Exa- and obviously if we're doing any reason that we're going to do it, we're not going to do a review on a vacuum cleaner or yeah. something, you know, like <laughs> this is the new Dyson, blah, blah, blah. Uh, right. <laughs> or, or, you know, like the, oh, I love a butcher box. Yeah. Doc, and they send me this steak in the middle of a thing. You're like, right. wait, what? Why are you cooking? Right. Exactly. In the middle yeah. of this knife video. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love when they send me this. It's just so easy to cook. I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. So butcher box, if you're listening, you know? we will. To butcher box advertisement <laughs> to love the right price <laughs> for the right yeah but yeah. yeah so that was it was cool it was you know, and they were and they didn't press they didn't push us yeah you no. reached out yep and they were cool about it offered you the the better one yep and so they were like we're happy and it's something yeah. that worked and early on I kept saying like dust if it's we got to make sure give the angle like it could be bad yeah right and you're like well, yeah, you're yeah. like I think it's gonna be good I was like yeah but. Like say it could be bad. Like yeah. we don't know. We don't know. It we could, we yeah. didn't want people to think that you were since it. Right. And we told in the vi- you told people in the video. Yeah. We're not sponsored, but they sent it to us for free. Right. Yeah. But you were optimistic. Like you're always optimistic. But I'm like you can't be totally optimistic about it. <laughs> you're like because then it knows. doesn't. Yeah. Right. It reads as like you're like, like too like. Down. Yeah. Right. This yeah, exactly. is great. The and then it thing. is great. Hey, look at that. Like, <laughs> It you know I will say that it definitely took some time to get used to it and it'll take more time to get used to and that was fine you know that showed up in the video because I you know sharpened one drill bit and it didn't actually do better the second time it was like better before it was sharpened and then afterward it wouldn't drill and then I like realized that I'd done something wrong so I went back and then did a third try and then the third try it went through right you know so so it shows you that you like you can screw up on it if you don't do it right you, you could like you could. You can Use make it, it worse. once and make it worse and then, or like screw up and then be like, I'm never using this again. You know? Right. Like, oh, this doesn't work at all. I made it worse. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, so you did, well, we did five of them or five, more than that yeah. for, for shooting yeah. purposes, but you did five and side by side, all different yeah. brands yep. from crappy Harbor Freight up to some, from nice, some yeah, nicer Milwaukee stuff, Milwaukee and Rigid. And 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 yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but it was good. It came out good. It actually did work well. Yeah. So. That yeah. was that video, and that, that we, was, we got that one done pretty quick. Oh, that yeah, right, because, yeah, you came over at, like, 10.30 or so, 10.45, and then we were done by 4 o'clock. Yeah. So, not bad. And, uh, yeah, no lunch break. We went straight on through for that one. No. Wait. That was yesterday. No, we didn't. We just, just kept on going. Yeah. Yeah. But then today, so, yeah, that was yesterday, and then I went sailing, and we did awesome, and then we screwed up at the end. And then we lost. <laughs> we uh, we went to the wrong mark. So when we do race, we do sail, sailboat racing. We have a whole series of uh, courses, and we you know the race committee chair decides which course to, ch- to race on, which happens to be Drew this year. So we look at the wind. We decide you know what the best course is for the wind, and then and then we uh, choose a a predetermined course to tell the rest of the fleet we're gonna what we're going to do. And that's anywhere between a and 
S or something that, you know, ABCD course, blah, blah, blah. So we chose a course and, uh, and then we, we, uh, put in the wrong mark into our, uh, into our GPS. We, the team that looked at it, Drew chose the mark and then, <laughs> and then we put in the wrong mark. And that's one thing that we always do when we race is we always, um, we always double check, you know, so like someone be like, all right, this is the course. It's this mark, this mark, this mark back to finish, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then usually we'll double check it. We'll have a few people pull it up and look at it and look, look at the course, either look at our printed list of it or pull it up on the website, look at it. And we'll kind of verify that we have the right course because in the past we have, you know, you'll get the course mixed up for some reason or other, or you'd be following someone else and they'll mess, mix up the course. And then everyone else is like, wait, am I wrong? Are they wrong? And we unfortunately happened to be pretty far in the uh, ahead in this particular race, like five minutes ahead. And, uh, and we're like, you know, turned out toward this mark that was further out than we were supposed <laughs> to go. And, and we didn't realize it until the boat that was behind us didn't turn basically where we thought they should turn. And then we we're like, wait, shoot, is that this other mark? You know, we're supposed to go here. And then we're <laughs> yeah. like, we all, you know, Run around like chickens with their heads cut off until we figured out mm-hmm. the thing, and then dropped our spinnaker and turned and went all the way back and made it in fourth. Funnily enough, though, funnily, uh, funnily, funny, funny enough, funnily <laughs> enough, uh, one of the other boats that was racing with there was there were f- six boats racing, and we were in first, and then we ended up finishing in fourth, or there were five boats racing, um, so the the boat that ended up coming in last was uh an, another boat that just went straight instead of turning toward the finish mm. they just kept on going straight put their kept their spinnaker up and just kept sailing away they just want to go home no they they weren't going home they were like going out further like further out away we don't know what <laughs> happened they just kept on sailing they i know that they did have their spinnaker up for the first time and the way that uh, the guy's boat works. He's got a rolling furling system, which is that front sail in the front of the boat can roll up instead of being taken down and put up. And so when you have that, if you have a spinnaker in the front, he has an asymmetrical spinnaker, so it rides on that front head stay. And uh, because the rolling furling is there, you can't like do a normal halyard align that would take the sail up. So he's got some type of like a boot system that you have to put on, and then you hook that to that, and blah, 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 blah. So you think he couldn't get it down? I think yeah, maybe it was something with that because it was kind of luffing and they just kept on sailing straight. <laughs> so we ended up getting we ended up getting fourth instead of fifth, which which is, we should have gotten fifth. But that just that just shows you when you're in the lead, you got to know where you're going. Yeah. Were you guys using GPS? Yeah. They just punched in wrong. We just typed in it wrong. Yeah. We we there there are uh, there are two different types of marks. There are PW marks, which are the Pentwood Channel where we race, and then there's BC, which is the Brewerton Channel. So we have PW marks and BC marks. We put in BC six instead of PW six. So we knew yeah. six. We had the right mark in our head. We just put in the wrong one. And they're you know they're probably a quarter mile apart, which is twenty minutes, twenty five minutes in racing terms. Yeah, and it's know. it's tricky. Back in my day, when I used to race <laughs> with them, they didn't have the GPS. It was maps and papers and and going and looking. Remember you. You'd read. You're talking about way back, yeah, way way back, <laughs> back in the back in the day, yeah, like back in the. You pull that out and you'd look, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you'd be checking stuff mm-hmm. and then looking. I think that's it. Is that a mark? I don't know. I think <laughs> right, we're heading exactly. towards it. Well, yeah, it's always like that's you, a problem being up front, <clears throat> right? You, got, you don't know. <laughs> right, yeah, you gotta know. 
So we have, yeah, we just have a little handheld GPS, but we have all the marks pre-programmed into it. The same, they're all the same marks we've been racing on for 20 years, you know, or 15 years. But, uh, yeah, so we use that little GPS. We just typed in the wrong one. And the other problem is that they were both basically in the same direction. Just one was out further to the right and one was further to the left. And we went out to the one on the right and we were supposed to go to the one on the left. And <laughs> the one on the left was only 200 yards away from the finish. Uh. And the one on the right was a thousand yards, you know, from the finish. He'd come out here, he'd turn and, and everyone else went, went straight to the finish. So wow. we were like, ah. They all knew that we beat them, though. (laughs) (laughs) Like, now we know you're being stupid. Yeah, right, exactly. Where are you going? (laughs) Look at those dummies out there just sailing away. That was car talk and sailing stories. (laughs) They must have something wrong with their spinnaker. (laughs) (laughs) So then Thursday. Yeah. So then, yeah, that's today. Today is Thursday. Got up, uh, had breakfast with the fam, and then I headed right on over and... uh, we started. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and talk about what we got. Yeah. Look. So um, I mentioned this, I think, two weeks ago uh, for collaboration. Uh, maybe not. I don't know if I've talked about what we did. I can't remember. So uh, John Nagel from Nagel Haas Forge on Instagram, He, um, we had him on the podcast four or five months ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um he reached out to me on through DM on Instagram to let to see if I would be willing to handle a uh, Viking axe that he's been making. Right. So you know he sees obviously that we have we do axe videos and he knows that you know he he likes the way that I hang axes and asked if I would hang the axe for him. Uh, it's for a client and um, and he was you know completely willing. You know he he was like I and I, well so he offered. He asked if I would if I would like to do it. I right away was like, absolutely. You know, sounds great. sounds fun. I love it. I'd been watching him actually make this little Damascus Viking axe looked really cool. So I was like excited to get it. Yeah. And, um, he said he would send like, send the wood and everything for the handle. Um, and, uh, he, he wanted to and offered to pay me to do it. And I was happy to do it, um, for free because I like John and I, you know, I like the work and it was exciting and I love axes. So it was like, it's just another thing for me to do. I'm happy to do it. Um, and we decided also it could be a video. So we're like, oh, that's cool. You know, we'll do a video. Yeah, on we this. figure it, it's, it's good content. It depends. You know? It could yeah. pay for itself. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, either way, we'll make some money off of it. So we're not, you know. Yeah, and that's not worried about. We're more we're worried, worried about, about finding yeah. cool things to do. Exactly. And, and that, the axe that he, he, he made is, is so cool and yeah. so awesome. Like, I saw pictures. Like, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, get exactly. It. You're like, we definitely went. And that's a thing where it's. We're totally the opposite of a company trying to get us to sponsor something, right? Or working with another maker creator. Yeah, exactly. That right. we want to do. Right. We want to build relationships and help each other out. Yeah, that's stuff we we love to do. Right. So that's like, yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll do that. Exactly. Send yeah. you what it like. We'll take like a t-shirt and a sticker. Yeah. Right. Like, exactly. He was like, <laughs> he's like, let me at least send you a t-shirt. I was like, all right, twist like, my arm. Yeah. You know? And then yeah, I texted him back. Today. I was like, how about two t-shirts? <laughs> one for me and one for Dad. Yeah, I, I want a t-shirt. <laughs> You're like, it yeah, might not be on mind? video, but I'll wear it. <laughs> Some people will see it out at you know Walmart. <laughs> Nickel House Forge, awesome. I love him. <laughs> That'd be great. That's the dude who won Forge and Fire, mm-hmm. season five, episode two. I just made that up. That might be it though. Yeah. What well, no, he did today. win. Yeah, he, he did he, win he Forge and Fire. So, yeah. yeah, that's also another thing. We we had him on. He talked about that, and that was cool. And yeah, 
So yeah, he, he has, you know, he's got a decent following too. So it's, it's again, that's just like building a community, you know, doing stuff for people who, you know, we can, everyone bring everyone up together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be super fun. You know, we'll send people his way. He'll, you know, it'll, it'll show on his channel that we're doing it together and we'll have that kind of, you know, collaboration type thing. So it's just a, a side effect of working with people whose work you respect. Right. Yeah, it's exactly. A good, it's a good side effect. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so we're happy to do it. So he sent it over and it looks awesome or, you know, looked off the head accent is awesome. And, um, sent this, you know, really nice piece of Coca Bolo. It actually had a uh, pretty decent grain for an ax handle on like one end of it. So I ended up using that end for the head, um, hanging the head on that and the other end had some really cool like swirly grain on it which ends up being at the end of the handle which is perfect because then like the the second the bottom half of the of the axe handle has this really awesome grain you know it looks beautiful and then the top half has pretty straight grain which is better for hanging the axe right so it's like turned out really good and it was fun you know putting together and seeing like seeing the grain because when you get we had this uh one and a half by one and a half square two foot long piece of coca bolo to make the handle out of and when you get like that you know the ends are waxed and it's been kind of oxidized so you can't really see what it's going to look like but it's like the most beautiful piece of coca bolo and just for an accent it's like straight grain underneath of the leather wrap that we did so it looks really cool there and then the bottom it's got all this curly stuff to it and this like really dark rich red part and just beautiful grain it's super cool so it was it's a really nice piece of wood um, and because it ended up being a two foot piece of wood and we mm-hmm. only really needed, uh, like f- 20 inches or so, I ended up cutting off four inches, which selfishly I'll use for a knife or something <laughs> at some point. So, it's but John payment, did say, he nice was like, handle, yeah, handle scales or something. <laughs> yeah, I got a little piece of Coca Bolo. He did say, he was like, he's like, that's probably more than you need, but you know, do what you need. And he even said, he was like, don't worry about it. If you end up like, if something happens and you crack or mess up the handle, you know, just let me know and I'll send you another piece. So that's a good dude. So that's cool. Yeah. Really good. Uh, do you want to, you want to talk about what went wrong? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, not real wrong, but yeah. The, uh, the scratching of the blade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was, uh, I was grinding the handle. So using the grinder to shape the handle and I taped up the blade to protect it. I'm getting scratched and things, little bumps on the uh, on the grinding belt because I like I was grinding down the head after we hung it and cleaning it off, and I d- I was just about to chamfer the top of the head, and I was like I had this just vision of like that blade hitting the grinder and sparks flying, and I was like oh now I gotta tape it up, so we stopped. I taped it all up, the entire thing, you know, it's like a little package wrapped up in blue pa- blue painters tape. <laughs> um, so it was like ready. So I had it prepped and then, and I was just grinding and, and I, I nicked it on the belt and it went straight through. And I saw these little sparks fly and I'm like, you know, ear protection in eye protection mouth. And I'm like, Oh fuck. <laughs> like in, <laughs> into my mask. I was like, damn it. I see the little sparks fly. I was like, yeah, I was like, what? <sighs> what? I was like, I scratched it. So fortunately it's just a, it's a little scratch, but John will have to, he'll, he'll have, have to, to sand it out and then re, uh, re etch that part. So, you know, use a little like, um, q-tip with you know with acid rubber and it'll be fine it'll be fine yeah it's just small it's like a a quarter inch square yeah, scratch it's, it's not much. you know like three or four scratches on it you know and yeah it's yeah but but yeah, i mean other, i tried i tried not to <laughs> <laughs> i was like damn it it, uh, it turned out great yeah where, other than that where, yeah, where is it didn't you bring it down it's right here oh right behind me dustin's got it i did uh one thing one other thing i did which actually turned out really good and i can't see it as i i chamfered the eye 
the bottom of the eye so that way it, the head would slip in a little bit better because it was kind of sharp on the bottom and I was I was worried when I decided to do that that you'd be able to see right. where I'd where I had ground it and I just did it with a file so but you can't see it you can't and that's I mean a good hang is more important mm-hmm. especially it's not like you're just doing that edge so it's right. not like you're really gonna and if someone came it, in with a microscope and yeah. looked at it maybe you'd see some little right. tiny but I mean I'm looking at it now I can't see it and like you said yeah a good hang is more important than Right. Do you like, want it to come loose right. or do you want it to Yeah. Right. And I don't think John minds that you, you No, he even said he was like, it. do whatever you need to. Like if you need to do something to the axe eye, you know, he's like, You know what you need to do. So if you need to do something, go ahead and, and I and I was you know, I was glad that he said that because I was like I had the idea to do, you know, chamfer the bottom of the eye if I needed to, so that way it would fit nice and tight down the handle, but it did uh but yeah, it's I did it just enough, just rounded it just enough, so it would it would it wouldn't create that that shelf, you know, cut into the handle. And do you have any idea of how much he um, charges for a Damascus axe head? I have no idea. Or a full axe? No. Maybe be if, like maybe 10, if I thousand dollars. I know. Maybe like, I should Whoa, say All right, shirt and a thousand dollars, John. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. No. No. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. And, it doesn't matter. Right. Of course. I, it I was matter. just wondering. I know. It's funny. Man, yeah. Right. What if be... I did know? Right. <laughs> exactly. And, like, oh, yeah. never mind. We were being charitable, but he's I'm like, not... I, I could make the Damascus axe head for you, but I could also handle it, and you know, it would. It's twice the price, but it'll be a good handle. <laughs> I know someone who I can get it from. <laughs> yeah. I know a sucker. I can get it and make it. <laughs> No, I was just saying it'd be it'd be a cool thing to have to commission him to make another one. Right, yeah. Either for us or, or me. <laughs> for us. Or Father's for Day's me. coming up quick. <laughs> John. Hurry John. up, Mom. <laughs> Hurry up, John. I need it by Father's Day here. <laughs> right. I need it shipped. Isn't that Sunday? Or next Sunday? Yeah, no, it's a Sunday. <laughs> this Sunday, jeez. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Hurry up. Yeah. It'll be your first Father's Day. Yeah. Hey, happy Father's Day, Dev. Thank you. No problem. I'll be up in Vermont with my father-in-law. There you go. Yeah, speaking of that, speaking of fathers, uh, we just um, last Saturday had a surprise birthday slash slash retirement party for our mom. She just retired and uh, is uh, very happily retired. She's been in like senioritis (laughs) for the last like five months or something like, no, she's retiring. She's like... She's like, well, I did enough, you know, doing, I'm doing my job. I'm just not doing more than what I would normally right, do. Right. It's just really funny. But, uh, but yeah, so, so our dad wanted to do a surprise party and my mom's really good at like knowing when things are happening. She's rarely ever surprised for things like, not that we have tons of surprise parties, but, um, so our dad's been planning this for a couple months and, uh, and got us all to help out. You know, they, he took my, my dad took my mom, you know, they went camping for a couple of days You know, they have a new RV. So they went camping and then they came back from camping and came back to like a, a party of people, a surprise party from mom. Yeah. So, and he was talking about it. He's like, now I'm going to, we're going to leave. And then she normally wants to stop for lunch. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to say I'm not feeling well. <laughs> and then I'm going to stop. I'm going to like check on the trailer. I'm going to say something's wrong with the trailer. Yeah. Something doesn't sound right. <laughs> and, and we go back and we text someone. We'll call you guys and let you know that we're close by. Yeah. Right. Well, that just sounds like a lot of thing that's going to, I know. I was Piss like, why don't you off. just tell me what, before you leave, go to the bathroom before you leave to come, you know, from camping. Cause where they were going was only, is only like 45, 50 minutes away. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, just let us know, you know, before you leave, go to the bathroom and say, all right, we're leaving in 10 minutes. We'll be there in an hour. Right. I mean, all we have to do the rest of us is just like in 50 minutes, we all just go hang out out front, you right. know, and drink beers until you show up, you know, like <laughs> right. that's not hard to do. But he, <laughs> so. yeah, he planned it. I mean, it, it, he, he got it to work. So he, it, so it worked perfectly. Yeah. My, so but, my mom's best friend was there and she was there early helping out. So my brothers, we all, we all showed up and helped out and planned. She, got everything she was upset and, until then though, because for one, he bugged her to take a shower. <laughs> take a shower. Take. She's like, "Why? We're, why do I need to take okay. a shower in the RV? Just, just take a shower." He knew that there were going to be a bunch of people. But she there. didn't. She was like, he said he went to take a shower and she didn't because did she, she not was take fine. one? No, she said oh. she was like, you know, I think they, they had AC oh, yeah. in the RV and she was yeah. fine. She was like, I'm fine. I'm not sweaty. Blah blah blah. But I'm sure if like. If she was, he probably could have encouraged her more to do it. You know, no, like, whatever. I mean, she, she looked. Yeah. Did you hear gorgeous. the like, the whole like um. The funnel cake story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the way back, they stopped. Like, did Dad stop and get a snowball, or it was like, no, was he didn't stop and get anything. Oh. There is one on the corner, right, like three minutes from the house. Right, and I saw it on the way out or something. Yeah, and there's funnel cakes. <laughs> She's like, I think I want a funnel cake, or Dad did, or they were gonna share one. Yeah, and Dad's just like, no, no, we're, we're not, no, we're, we're not, not getting. It. <laughs> She's like, why not? I want a funnel cake. He's like, no, we're yeah. not stopping. She's like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> She's like, was like getting... now I know, like. Next time you want to stop for something, well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to stop them. <laughs> yeah, they said he's important. Like, That's why I didn't want to stop. That's get a true. I'd cake. be bitter too. I know. I was right. like, man, I'd kill for a funnel cake. Yeah, that's a funnel cake stand. <laughs> Let's stop. My wife was like, no. I'm like, what? No, stop. Let's stop. No. I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh, that's is that how, how we're going to play it. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to start hitting your horn just for fun. <laughs> piss her off. No, I do do that. Off. I do do that. <laughs> I do do that. You're like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I did that once. We're in the Walmart parking lot, and she said something that kind of pissed me off. Or I don't know. We or it's kind of joke fighting. I'm not going to do it in a real yeah, fight. That right, just would be course. stupid. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's I not never loved you. <laughs> it doesn't work well. No, but it's like she said something, and she just doesn't want the attention towards her. I right. don't care. Yeah, right. So I'll honk her horn at a stoplight or something. So I did it in the middle of Walmart. <laughs> I, I hit it hard and it just <laughs> and got stuck on honk somehow. <laughs> on honk. I was like, oh no. So I jumped out and had to unplug the battery and whatnot. But... It's like, see, messing around. Uh, that's great. <laughs> it's like, oh no. You're like, good thing I was in the truck with you, in the car with you. Right. You're like, what would you have done I if it happened? Like, <laughs> you got. <laughs> unhook the battery he's just like i never would honk the horn <laughs> yeah now she's like now she's definitely never gonna honk the horn <laughs> she's like goes to honk it and stops like wait wait, wait. well that car's gone so that was cheap. ah gotcha the old jeep trick yeah yeah that's uh that's so, funny, the, so but yeah the, the party was good it's yeah. fun we had everyone around yeah it was great had some some old friends some new friends parents my parents friends and our friends and yeah, it was good. It was a good time. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It all worked out really well. We ended up, you know, we all got there around like 1130 or 12 and put together some food and got everything set up. And then my my parents were going to be there around 1. And then my dad said that, you know, he texted or called me or something and said they'd be there close to 130. So we had a little bit more time to spare. And then he did actually text me at some point and said they were five minutes out. I don't know how what happened, but... Maybe he just there picked up go. his phone and texted, but yeah. he said, you know, five minutes out. So then we were like, all right, five minutes, everybody out front. And they showed up, and my mom was surprised, and it was great. Yeah. It was fun. 
and it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, in the shop, I wanted to talk a little bit about the, uh, uh, my new bench in the shop. So we have, um, I think we talked about this on the podcast, but I looked up on Facebook marketplace, something like that and had a, uh, a free bench on Facebook marketplace, uh, like a workshop bench that was in a basement and the picture said like bench free, but it also had on the left side of the picture that was kind of like halfway cropped off was, uh, a bench vice, like a carpenter's vice. And so I messaged them and I was like, you know, is it still available? And does the vice come with the bench? And she said, yes, it does. So I went by on Wednesday and picked up, went to pick it up on Wednesday. This was uh, two weeks ago and, uh, couldn't get it out of the basement where it was because it must have been built in the basement because the doors were too narrow. I just couldn't couldn't get enough. I was there with my buddy Sean, and we were trying to – we could have taken it apart and gotten out, but we were also going sailing, so we didn't have a ton of time. So we went back. I went back on Friday at the end of the day after work and met with my brother Drew, who lives just like 10 minutes away from there, and he helped me. We took it apart and got it out and brought it home. And then on Sunday – I think it was Sunday – Saturday or Sunday, I had like I had a whole day kind of with nothing to do, so I was just working in the shop, cleaned up, took um, where my grinders are in the shop. I took the grinders off the bench, everything below it, took it all out, got everything, got that whole area cleaned up below the art of craftsmanship sign, cleaned everything, cleaned the floor, and then brought in the new bench, rebuilt it in the shop, put the <laughs> grinders on it. I didn't know you rebuilt it. Yeah, because it was it was taken apart. The top was off completely. So rebuilt it, uh, put it together, um, cleaned and bolted down both of my grinders, which weren't were which were not previously bolted down. So now they're both bolted down in place. And then I also built a uh, a tool tool arm holder space on the left side. So before I would just you know if I was using the <clears throat> the the work rest. If I wasn't using the work rest, I'd just kind of pull it out and put it to the side and, you know, rest it on something or put it on the table or something. But I wanted to kind of do a, uh, you know, a, a tooling arm attachment tree type thing. So on the leg, the left side of the bench, I, I bolted in another like two by four. And then into that, I bolted in. Um, I just took some two by fours and made squares and just made a few slots for the square tubing. So I have the small arm attachment. Um which is from TR Maker with the small wheels, and then I have the uh, the the, the uh, work rest for my Revolution. So I have those things all set up, and it's got drawers and and I got a new. Uh, I actually bought two new um, surge protectors, but I ended up only putting in one. I may switch out the other one because the other one is giving me a fit and keeps popping. But maybe that's just because my motor's bad, not because of the surge protector. <laughs> but but I did end up putting another surge protector on the other end, so. Both grinders and the lights that are attached to that have their own surge protectors attached to them, so I can run them separately. And and uh, yeah, I'm really excited. It's it's great. The one thing that I that I liked about the other one is that uh, I had space underneath of it to put my uh, my shop bags uh, and stuff. Yeah. And this one this yeah. one doesn't. It has a, a bench. It has a uh, a shelf. I could cut that shelf out, and then it had the space. But we'll see. Because I had my like compressor under there, a little pancake compressor, and then both of my shop vacs and stuff. So we did. Uh, I do have the shop vac over near near the bench, and it actually hooked up really nicely to the two by forty two. So yeah, I feel like you when when you got built the smithy for room down yeah. here, 
<laughs> it looks exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> like there's no the, more. The forge room. is not there, but I other still than that. have to like squeeze and, and finagle my way around <laughs> things to get like a shot from the other side. <laughs> no, you know, it's a, I was able to pull the bandsaw out today. Yeah, we got about three extra inches on that side there. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because like the table saw is out, which is usually back here. <laughs> there's that stack of like crates that need to go for all the where all the the wood is and. Yeah. And then I need to get it rid of, you know, like five tools that are back there. A couple that I never machines. Use. Yeah, we'll have right. a sell-off uh, harder craftsmanship yeah. party. I have the new grinder there on the stump, which is going to take place of the other grinder, and then I can just put that on a single pedestal, so that'll be better. Yeah. But yeah, the new. Um, it, it looks real nice. It looks nice yeah. and clean. I mean, you, yeah. you put some stuff on it, but that's just temporarily. Right. Yeah. But it looked a yeah. lot cleaner. Box than with the new last belts one. and some leather. <laughs> it looked it looked yeah. real nice and clean when I was shooting. I was realizing that, like, oh, that's nice to have this nice. Clean yeah, table. It looks like nicer. Right. Yeah, um, but it, it shows up kind of. Can you see a green hue? Can you see yeah. what I'm? Hearing? It's see? that that yellowy green that mm-hmm. like uh, like that it looks like cream. Like when I first saw it, it, just looked creamy. Yeah, right. But now, like when I look into the camera, I was like, man, that really looks green. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. But it's 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 cool. It's yeah. a little color of the shop, I guess. Yeah, it's it's like a a pale yellow. Mm-hmm. It was painted a pale. The mm-hmm. top, the whole top is like uh, tongue and groove flooring. So <laughs> right. that's wood color, but everything else is painted yellow. And I'm not exactly sure, but why? But it was free. And I got the awesome, like vintage craftsman, uh, you know, bench vice or um, carpenter's vice, which is a 10 inch carpenter's vice. And it has the quick release. So there's the uh, the main screw has like a, a slot, you know, a slot area. A, uh, What's that called? I guess like a, a channel running down it that doesn't have threads. So that way you can spin the handle around and get to a point and then slide the whole thing in and out quickly. Right. right. So that way if you have a piece of big piece of wood or whatever, you should slide it out, slide in it, and then crank down on it. So it's a quick release, which is really nice. And, uh, and yeah, was free. So <laughs> can't beat that. The right so I'm gonna replace replace my little Irwin, you know, six inch with the big one here on my main shop, and then uh, I'll figure out what to do with the rest of my vices that I have just sitting under the table right now, under Devin's feet. <laughs> all these other tools. I was I was really happy to clean up that part of the shop though, the grinders and get that all clean. You know, it was nice. And then uh, you know now I've got to work on what's behind me. Now we have tomorrow. Tomorrow I have free because we oh, finished our video free. today. I'm back to the O's. <laughs> But I got all day with the with the family. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um. So, do we want to go to actually? Wait. I was going to say recommendations, but I have I have a few dear Dustins here. Oh, nice. Um. Let me pull them up. I screenshot them. Um. <laughs> let's see. Back, sorry, hang with me, folks. All right, Central Washington's. Oh, wait, let me do the intro. Okay, sorry, dear Dustin. There we go. Central Washington says, Get the leather quite wet before you stitch. This helps the thread pull into the leather to protect the thread. Been doing this. For 50 years. Very nice job on the sheath. What do you think about that? Get the weather quite wet before you stitch. This helps the thread pull into the leather and protect the thread. 
So it's saying it pulls into it. If you don't have some type of channel cut already, right. it pulls it down lower into the leather. Right. Um, I like the idea of that. Uh, my, what I, my initial reaction would be that it wouldn't look as, maybe not as crisp. So with the leather being wet, you'll get, if you can imagine, um, a bunch of, you know, arches instead of, instead of a stitch going straight up across and straight down, like Mm. a, like a, a staple, Right. right, so like an arch instead of a staple. <laughs> so so it had it have a different look. Right, but but it would sink below. I, I mean, mean, might right if people didn't cut like a channel into it, that might right. work. Yeah, and that's what I yeah I usually do the groover to do right. that. So I'll so groove. maybe if the channel where my where my and I always do that. I always groove the stitch channel. But it's an interesting idea. Maybe if you didn't want to, right? Or if you just didn't have that it. tool, if all you had was a. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Was a little uh, an awl. Yeah, yeah just if, a push that's all you had, and you didn't have maybe. Yeah, get it wet and do it. That's yeah. It seems like good advice. You yeah. know, he's been doing it for fifty years. So, so he says. Everyone says that. Everyone yeah, who has who's got who years. has good advice or or has advice that you're doing something that they either think you're doing right or you're doing wrong. They've been doing it for fifty years. Hey. And they'll tell you, "This is great. You're doing it great. I'm so glad. You, I'm so glad you're doing this. I've been doing this for 50 years, and that's you're doing it the right way." Or, "I can't believe you're doing this. I've done this for 50 <laughs> years, and you're doing it the wrong way." Right. <laughs> 50 years. Um, Mike Hendricks says, "Dear Dustin, does the epoxy resin give it a waterproof seal?" Uh, he's talking about uh, making a knife from a circular saw blade. My concern uh, is the drilled that. I'm sorry. My concern is the almost drilled holes you did in the metal handle. Is it going to gather a puddle of water in those areas? Ah. Um, hmm. So what he's talking about is on the on the tang, the full tang, when you're drilling through, you drill some holes through and you drill some divots. And that basically gives more area for the glue to hold onto. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that you're filling that gap, that space completely with glue. So there are no gaps. So that's the answer. There, there's just there are no gaps for water to fill in there. And yes, the epoxy resin is also waterproof. All right. So both things. Yes, yes is waterproof, and there shouldn't be any gaps if you've done it right. You know, you kind of fill all everything with glue, clamp it together, and it's just more area, more surface area for the glue to grab onto. So don't don't worry there, Mike. Yeah. Joe R says, "Dear Dustin, in Iowa." We have cicadas every year, so we don't get a 15-year break like you get on the East Coast. Every summer here is filled with the sound of cicadas. <laughs> All right, Joe. Joe, right? Joe. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that sucks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and we also have cicadas. We, we have know cicadas. what the sound of cicadas yeah. is. Right. We get it. Summer, end of summer, yeah. we hear them. And and there's also there's like the the eleven year cicadas and there's the fourteen year cicadas right but, but j- this one specifically which is the seventeen year cicadas <laughs> Jesus <laughs> a big was a really big <laughs> giant <laughs> mosquito C- eater cicada like, killer <laughs> yeah exactly I think it flew straight out you hit it I heard it like through my through my headphones <laughs> you hit it across the room dang punched him in his head <laughs> you're like pow <laughs> some flying. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we hear this. We, we have cicadas, cicadas too, we just don't, but I don't think yeah. you have them like seventeen. It's a whole another yeah. ball game. 
Yeah, it's crazy. at my house. They start to slow down a little bit, but man, it was. You try to walk to your car, you are dodging them there in every <laughs> every tree. Yeah, boom, 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 swing. Yeah, at mom and dad's place, they were they were pretty bad there. <laughs> like, yeah. that was definitely worse than it is here. They have, uh, they got the big the cornfields next to them, and there then it's like woods and whatever it was. They're like they were pretty bad there. I mean, it was also we were outside for a long time with a with yeah, a big group of people, and everyone like you know, they land on me. 20 times throughout the party you know i had bugs land on me or or fly at me and i dodged out of the way right. <laughs> it was great all the kids are playing with them Grant and i were playing catch with once again at one point i think we threw it back and forth like four times you throw it it flies and you catch it and throw it <laughs> yeah it's, it's all right. yeah they don't hurt you they're just big clumsy loud yeah flying bugs rob art outdoors says dear dustin i'm shit scared of angle grinders have you had any discs explode? I have not, Rob. Rob, what is it? Rob R. Outdoors? Rob Rob Art. Art Outdoors. That's cool. I like that. Rob Art Outdoors. No, um, I have not. I've had uh, cutting discs on Dremels explode, mm-hmm. but those are so tiny. You know, so they've well, like, we've been hit by them. I've been hit by you've it. You've been hit and I've been hit. Yeah, we're grinding. I mean, you, you want to wear eye protection. Absolutely. For sure, yeah. Because that, I mean, hitting your skin it doesn't hurt, but the eye right. isn't, isn't. But good. no, I have not had um, an angle grinder explode, and I'm not afraid of them. I'm not. You know, maybe it's because I've never it's, had one explode. But it I just will. Is I will just. say I have a little because I will get closer and closer on shots, and certain <laughs> certain uh, angles. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I was just looking across the table. He's Devin's talking. I just burped like right to the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I don't even know. No, yeah, that. yeah. The angle grinder and and like I uh, and I always keep the guard on. I don't take the guard off the angle grinder. So if it does explode, it's not a big deal. It's not gonna. Well, well, it is a big deal. But the the guard is protecting me. Yeah. So if it were to explode, it would it would I'd be protected. So so when I'm going so. in for other angles, I am a little like ah, I'm not on the guard right. side. I, but you know, I keep the camera in front mm-hmm. of me or in front of my face. Is the main and also thing. like using using the um, the angle grinder jig that I have that I used to use a lot, a lot more often to cut metal and stuff. I was using bigger discs, not cut off discs. Oh, yeah. So the bigger grinder disc. So it's like a a quarter inch thick disc. So I'd use that. But uh, there were often people would. It's funny there were most of the people that saw that those videos where I use that angle grinder jig to be able to to put the angle grinder down on the table and use it as like a grinding so I could hold the piece and grind into it were super pumped about it. You know, I still have people that ask like that's a great jig and you know, right. I'd like it's to still, see more about that. It's still a video we could do just making right. a new one. Yeah. But um but uh, there were also people that were like that's super dangerous, you know, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't put your angle grinder that way, of course. Yeah, right. it's not designed that way, but it worked really great. It was just one day I was like, oh, I need to, I want to use this grinding disc to grind off steel. So I don't want to hold it. I'd rather hold the steel. So I made a little box jig and just slid right, right into it. Right. Worked perfectly. Okay. Last year, Dustin. Blackbeard Projects says, Dear Dustin, damn, I dig your outdoor space. This looks so nice at night. And your basement gives me good old time to rest the vibes. And of course, beautiful knife as well. Buffalo horn looks so nice. And the handle shape is spot on. Congrats. That's 
uh, from Blackbeard on the uh, Gyoto Challenge, yeah. which he was also in it. And obviously, he's a you guys might know him. He's a a, a big big YouTuber. Yeah, almost two, almost two million subscribers. Um, yeah, that's great. I really like. I've always really liked Blackbeard's uh, videos, and uh, he does a great job. Yeah, that's um, that was a really awesome compliment. He said that he said it reminded him of the old school Duresta shop. Yeah, yeah. Duresta's like shop in Manhattan under underground in the basement, and like that was such a cool shop. When I first started watching Duresta videos, that's where he was. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like super cool space. You know, tight tight space, just packed in full of tools, full of like. I don't know, just, you could tell it was a space that was used and loved. Yeah. And uh, I always love that space. So that's like, that's, I think that's the first time someone has, you know, compared my space to the rest of the space. So I was like, that was pretty cool. I, was, I feel like I've heard it before, but I don't know if it was from someone we know or. Right. But yeah. 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 That was cool. And I appreciate that. Yeah. We, you know, I, I was pumped. It's funny. I was, I was excited about the Smithy and I was also nervous before we built it. Cause it was like, again, it's, it was a, it's a bigger structure, bigger than, than something I've decided and made, you know, and built on my own side so to kind of make all those decisions. So, um, it turned out really great and it has been really great since then. I've used, I've used yeah. it a bunch of times and I've been out there using it, you know, filming and then not filming and it's just a really great space to have. And it's much safer to have all that, you know, all the forge and stuff outside instead of in the shop. So, really happy about that but thank you black Pier projects i appreciate that and uh yeah i that that horn is beautiful it still feels wonderful that knife i cut nicole the other day she had a band-aid on i got home she's like i cut my finger on the knife like mm. sorry it's pretty sharp <laughs> it's, it's gonna be sharp brand new sharp <laughs> but yeah that is dear dustin if you have any other right. other questions for dustin you can send them to me at um the art of camera guy on Instagram, or you know, we read a lot of them from YouTube. So, any <laughs> questions you have on there, we might read out on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, recommendations. Um, my recommendation this week is a guy on Instagram, and his handle is Stump Town Axes. Stump Town Axes is a really. Um, really does some really awesome axe work and i was just thinking about him today because we were working on the viking axe and he was in my mind and it's really nice axes um you know restoring vintage axes doing like uh really cool wedge things he'll sometimes oftentimes he'll do uh like brass or um you know steel pipe and he'll put like a circle of steel pipe into at into the wedge and then do like a single rod in the middle of it so you get almost like a target of wedges inside mm. just like doing some decorative stuff he'll oh, do yeah. like different yeah, spots and yeah, stuff yeah, and yeah. yeah he does really cool stuff just really nice axe work um and i feel like i've watched him get better like within the year like i'm not sure how long he's been doing Stumptown axes but you know, he just, he just gets better and better, like, you know, doing yeah, different wedges those. and stuff and, and his handles are really nice and he'll do like laminate handles and regular handles and does really good restoration on axes and on. Obviously I am a lover of axes. And so I really like Stumptown's, some Stumptown axes, uh, his channel or his page. Apparently he has a YouTube channel as well if to check it out because you know anything that has to do with axes i'm all about it. you check it out and we'll check it out yeah <laughs> check out we'll check Stump- out our suggestion yeah. today at stumptown axes on instagram and um, YouTube. 
uh, my suggestion. I don't think Dustin will like it, but I'm going to reiterate because I've watched Clarkson's Farm oh, now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Again? Again. <laughs> but, well, Wasn't this well, just last week? Yeah, last week, but I didn't watch it at the time last week, <laughs> so I wasn't sure. Well, but I want to make sure double ev- recommendation. everyone knows, go watch <laughs> Clarkson's Farm. Uh, it's so good. It's the guy from uh, Top Gear and Grand Tour, if you guys know that. Um, and that's like, that's the taller dude, right? The taller, older guy, yeah. the main guy. Um, He's the one I always remember the most. Yeah. he. Uh, the description is he attempts to run a farm in the countryside with no previous farming experience. Jeremy contends with the worst farming weather in decades, disobedient animals, unresponsive crops. And an unexpected pandemic. Mm. Um, no, it's really good. Uh, I think it it might be better than like the Top Gear Grand Tour episodes. Like I'd much rather if Grand Tour said they were done, that'd be okay. But I really want to see more seasons of <laughs> Clarkson's Farm. I'm trying to get Dustin to watch it too. <laughs> it says I'm recommending it's, it's recommending that, it again. It's that good. It's um, yeah. It's it's beautiful. He's got this beautiful English farm. It's shot well. He also, him learning about farming helps, helped me learn about it more. Like right. the big mess, what you really need, how you really do it. Right. Um, what machines you have to use, where you put stuff, if you can store it, if you can't. Like it's really good. So and go uh, so last week after our podcast, <clears throat> um, once I started editing it. I realized that there was a pretty significant echo uh, in our recording mm-hmm. between us and you know you and yeah. I and Aaron Lynn right, and right. Dennis Tyrell, um, and so I was I try I was trying all this different stuff. I like I I ended up editing a whole bunch of different things, trying all these different effects in you know like in the program we're using and just trying to get it to diminish it somewhat. And I was able to get it to go a little bit, but I was like you know, Googling like how to get rid of echo and everything was just the normal, like normal echo stuff, not like echo in a room. Right. How do you get rid of that right. like, ambient sound? But right. nothing could get rid of like that under echo because it's just on the main track. Yeah. Tried a bunch of different things. Um, and then ended up like going through and turning up and down different people's volume, like all the way through the entire episode. You wow. know, I think it was probably like one thirty or two o'clock in the morning when I ended Ugh. up getting done. But apparently you were also awake watching Clarkson's farm at that time. Because <laughs> you say you like you like watched three something? episodes or something. The next day you're like, I, I, right afterward, you end up watching like yeah. three episodes yeah. in a row or something. <laughs> I was like, so you asshole, you're over there like watching Clarkson's farm. Yeah, and I well. was editing for hours like with a headache trying to figure out how to, you know. Yeah. I ended up just like recording. If you guys listened last week, you heard beforehand. I was like, <laughs> well, there's going to be a little bit. <laughs> there's nothing we could do. It was no, a, it was now a great you episode. know how yeah. it is yeah. when I'm editing and you're <laughs> you're in your bed and I'm, <laughs> I did it last night. <laughs> Stayed up till four. I think I got a good copy up. Watch it. You're like, oh, cool. That looks good. <laughs> I was like, I spent eight hours last night. Oh, the bug. Oh, the bug. Got it. It's huge. It is huge. What is? It? I guess it's a regular mosquito killer. Yeah, man. But in the light, it looks <laughs> back Whoa. again. Here it comes. We better get out of here. The joys of where it lifts me off and takes me out. <laughs> the joys of shooting in a shop together. Yeah. All right. So yeah, no. Watch Clarkson's Farm. It's worth it. Don't edit a podcast. Go watch it. <laughs> and they're each. They're really good. They're like fifty to an hour right. long. Fifty minutes to an hour. 
quality stuff. Yeah, you did stay up late that night. I did. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you all so much for hanging out with us today. This has been fun. It's been a couple long days for us, and uh, and you have some good videos coming your way. Check us out on uh, on YouTube, The Art of Craftsmanship. Uh, check out John Nagel and, uh, you know, he's over on uh, Instagram, Nagel House Forge. Also, you know, he did a great job with that, uh, that Damascus axe that we were talking about. So you'd be able to see that there. Uh, and if you guys want to support us even further, you can always go over to Patreon and help us out there. Uh, Patreon.com slash the art of craftsmanship. You can follow us on Instagram at the art of craftsmanship and at the art of camera guy. And you can always listen here. So it's been a blast. Thank you guys all so much for listening and we will talk to you next time. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.